you are surrounded right now by a numerable company of angels. Many of you can't even sleep, can't even live in your house by yourself. You, I mean, you, I mean, you, you can't even stay in your house because you are terrified. You have to have some. You have to have flesh around so you can feel safe. My friend, when you develop a consciousness that you are living in Zion, I'm, I kid you not. If you develop the consciousness that you are living in Zion, you are going to have angelic encounters that will blow your mind. Welcome to the Dr. Francis Miles Podcast. Dr. Miles will share prophetic words, insights, and revelation about some of the toughest topics in the Bible. Dr. Miles also has a healing ministry, birthed out of his own powerful encounter with Jesus Christ, and has seen many set free through his crusades and meetings. Tune into today's episode and be blessed by a fresh take from this anointed minister of the gospel. Listen, in the last episode, if you missed uh, uh, the last episode, I'm in, in admonishing you by the message of God to go on my YouTube channel and uh, uh, listen to part one of this series on living in Mount Zion. This is part two of living in Mount Zion. I began it last week. So if you missed last week's broadcast, then you want to watch it on my YouTube channel and start so you can start with live part one because then you can connect the dots, praise God. Or you can DVR at this program right on your TV so that you never miss a broadcast by Dr. Francis Miles. So I was talking about the importance of developing a consciousness that tells us or informs us that we are not limited to the resources of the cities we are living in. The cities we are living in. We are not limited to those resources. That there is a resources that we can tap into that can change the dynamics of how we live here on earth. Well, one of the, the city of God that I want, you to, I want you to really understand is the city of Zion. The Bible calls it Mount Zion. The Bible says in the last days, Mount Zion will be so beautiful. Our own nation shall come to the city of God, to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Praise God. So in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22-24, it says this, But you have come to Mount Zion. You have come. Whether you know it or not, I don't care what church you go to. If you are born again and you follow Jesus, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. So Mount Zion is the city of the living God, meaning that it is saturated with the presence of God. I'm telling you, ever since the Lord began to un un unveil to me the realities of living in Zion, the presence of God over my life, I'm telling you, has never diminished. It is, keeps increasing. You know, before I, used to, I, 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 before I had to wake it up, I don't have to wake it up anymore. I have, because I've developed the consciousness I'm not just living in Atlanta. I'm, I'm in Georgia. I'm not just living in Georgia. I'm living in the city of God on a daily basis. When I'm in Puerto Rico, I'm thinking I'm in the city of God because you never leave the city of God. It's a mobile city. It follows you wherever you go because you are in it. You are in it. And the Holy Spirit who is in you, you know, will make sure that you experience the realities of living in Zion in any locale where you are. 
So it's the city of God. But the Bible calls it the heavenly Jerusalem. It is the heavenly Jerusalem. My God, you know that every Jewish people, every Jewish person before Israel was made a mission by a mandate of the United Nations. You know, when Israel was had lost its own country for 2000, almost 2,000 years when they went into exile, you know, and were, were sending the diaspora. Every year, every Jewish child would, child would tell you on the, on the, when they're having a meal, a, a Jew, any Jewish meal, they would declare next year in Jerusalem. Many of them died never seeing Jerusalem until 1948. Many were able to do earlier and go back to Jerusalem. They, you know, and you should have seen them kiss the ground as they came back to Jerusalem, the city of the living God on earth. But let me tell you something. The natural Jerusalem that Israel represents is nothing. It's a shadow of the heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the word Jerusalem means house of peace. It's a heavenly house of peace. Can you imagine what's available to you? I'm telling you, I'm a very peaceful man. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of things coming against me, coming against the ministry. But I'm telling you, peace is my portion. Why? Because I live in the consciousness that I can, I can, I can make a withdrawal on days I feel disturbed, on days I feel nervous, on days I feel anxiety trying to wear me like a clock. I find myself reaching out and I say, Lord, the devil is alive. I'm living in the heavenly Jerusalem right now, the city of the living God right now. So I'm pulling on the peace that's available in this climate. You see, there's nobody stressed out in in Zion. Ain't nobody stressed out in Zion. Everybody's living in peace. There's nothing to worry about. It's a place there. It's a city of God where there is a permanent state of shalom. Shalom. Can you, I mean, I'm telling you, you can live that lifestyle where nothing moves you. Yes, you can see the bills that have not been paid. Yes, you can see what's happened with the pandemic. Yes, you can see what's happening around the world, the violence, the crime. And yet you can live, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Why? Because you're making withdrawal from the city of God, which is the heavenly Jerusalem. And one day that heavenly Jerusalem, the Bible tells us, is going to become a, a, an habitation, is going to come down to the earth. Earth is coming down to earth. It's no wonder Jesus said, when you pray, pray this way. Our Father, uh, uh, um, hallowed be thy name. What in heaven? Thy kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. What is in heaven, my friend, is, tra- is, is traveling our way. It's coming down. One day out of, out of the sky will open up and the city of God, the heaven in Jerusalem, will become an habitation of God here on earth. Praise God. Hey, this is what's available to you in, the, in Jerusalem. And then he says, he says, to an innumerable company of angels, my God. So Mount Zion is full of angels. It's not Los Angeles. If you go to Los Angeles right now, there's a lot of homelessness. It's a city of homelessness. It's not a city of angels. But in Los Angeles literally means city of angels. But it's nothing like, it's, there's, nothing any, it's, there's nothing like it. It does, it does, not, live, it does not behave that way. But, but there is a city of angels. It's called Mount Zion. Do you know that when you begin to open up yourself the realities of living in Zion, that you are going to have more angelic encounters than you have ever had in your life? Oh, yes. Angelic encounters. I, I tell you, my life is a symphony of angelic encounters, a symphony of angelic interventions in my life, where I can see an angel just took me out of there. An angel just helped me, you know, where angels have appeared unawares and then, then disappeared. 
And that is a kind of ministry God wants you to have. It's a kind of lifestyle God wants you to have. Why? This is why, you see, some of us are so out of consciousness concerning living in Zion. And if an angel, if Michael the archangel appeared in your house, many of you would be, would collapse. You'll see the angel and just your faint collapse. They'll be calling 911 on you because they think you're having a heart attack, but you just saw an angel because you're not used to seeing angels. See, some of these angels are, are big dudes. One, the, there's an angel in the book of Revelation who's so big, the Bible uh, depicts him as putting one feet in, one, in, the, in, in the Indian Ocean the other feet in the Pacific and Africa in between his legs. How big do you have to be to put the corner of Africa between your legs and, 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 and have your legs in the, in the ocean, as deep as the ocean? Have you, ever been, have, you ever been, have you ever been scuba diving? The ocean is deep. Where one of these angels has such long legs, he can put his feet at the bottom of the, of, of the oceans and still keep standing. Imagine if that dude appeared in your in your, in, your, in your house. Many of you would, would faint. You, you, you would have a premature death. You, it would be death by angel. And that's not what God intended. Why? Because we lack the consciousness that we are living in a realm where angelic beings are not supposed to be supernatural. They are supposed to be normal. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of angels. You are surrounded right now by a numerable company of angels, and many of you can't even sleep, can't even live in your house by yourself. You, I mean, you, I mean, you, you can't even stay in your house because you are terrified. You have to have some, you have to have flesh around so you can feel safe, my friend. When you develop a consciousness that you are living in Zion, I'm, I kid you not. If you develop the consciousness that you are living in Zion, you are going to have angelic encounters that will blow your mind. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go through this life. Knowing that if anybody ought to be scared, it's the devil. Because you are surrounded by a numerous company of angels. Hallelujah. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. You know what's also, what else is in Zion? The Bible tells me the blood of the covenant. The blood of the everlasting covenant is in Zion. Tell you, my friend, that is powerful. To know that Zion is your portion. To know that the blood of Jesus Christ is your portion. I have much to say on the blood of Christ. And I could take a whole broadcast just discussing what the blood can do. You have that available. Available to you in Mount Zion. The city of the living God. My friend, when God gave me this version in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it changed my life. It changed my life. All fear began to dissipate it. Because all of a sudden, I began to develop this consciousness that I'm surrounded by angels all the time. Thousands of them. They are begging God for an opportunity to protect me. Think about it. Angels begging God for an opportunity to protect you. There are so many of them. Why would you live in fear? Why would you live in fear of witchcraft? Of somebody killing you before your, before your appointed time? The devil, ain't nobody killing you before your appointed time. The angels will not allow it. If you live in consciousness that you are truly surrounded by this angelic realm. But you see, if fear is your consciousness, then you cannot draw on Zion. Because that nature of fear is antagonistic to the culture of Zion. Because you can't bring the spirit of fear in, the, in, in, in Zion. Zion is the city of the living God. Everything in it must resonate at the frequency of heaven. And fear does not resonate at the frequency of heaven. It's a demonic frequency. Get rid of it. You are living right now in the city of Zion.
You need a financial breakthrough? There is money in Zion. Whatever you need is in Zion. So just going to believe God. God is going to touch you in a fresh and new way. As you digest the, the, the ramifications of what I'm teaching, that you and I are citizens of Zion. We are living in Zion. With, the, with, with, with David, with, with Daniel, you just don't see it. We are living in Zion, the city of the living God. We've come to them. We don't have to die to come to Zion. Can you imagine? You don't have to die. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, I want you to keep downloading this revelation because I know God is going to change your life. Praise God. Now listen, this is a conclusion of a powerful teaching we have been doing on living in Mount Zion. Living in Mount Zion. Because I would believe in the last days, our last days, our ability to draw on our heavenly realities is going to be the difference between suffering in this world and necessarily to living a life of breakthrough. I don't know about you, but I choose breakthrough. I choose God to bring you into a new place of power. Praise God. So it says in Hebrews 12 again, but you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. And the heavenly Jerusalem to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, uh, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just made made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Praise God. My God, that is so much that we have for the broadcast. My God, there's so many things I can say. But I'll give you just some highlights here because I want you to begin to develop a consciousness in your life that you are living in Mount Zion at the same time that you are living in the city, wherever you are in the world. Praise God. So we find that in Mount Zion, we find that there are two, uh, uh, the, the crowd of witnesses is divided literally into three sections is the general assembly, the church of the firstborn, and the spirits of just men made perfect. And let me explain them very quickly. The general assembly really is people that got born again, but didn't, did not really do much for the kingdom. You know, there's a lot of people who got deathbed, deathbed salvations, or maybe they got saved, but they never really lived their life for God. You know, and uh, when they die, you know, they are not really ready to be become of, to become part of the church of the firstborn. You know, because to be part of the church of the firstborn, like the name implies, you have to do the acts of the firstborn, and that is Jesus. You have to live your life the way Jesus lived it, or at least come close to that. So you live in that life where you've let, you've mastered the art of making God first. But the truth of the matter is, there's other people, they get born again and don't do, they, don't do, they don't do much with their salvation. You know, they, they are born again, they love the Lord, but that's where it ends. And for the most part, they are doing their career, they are doing their thing. You know, they go to church on Sunday, they give their tithes, they give their offerings. That's, much, that's pretty much much. But there are, are people within the kingdom, as soon as they got born again, they cashed in their salvation. They went for it. They are, I mean, they went, they went deep sea fish. They went deep sea. They went deep diving in trying to understand who God is, what he has for them. They gave them life to their destiny. They paid the price of the icon of God in Christ Jesus. 
They are the church of the firstborn. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be just part of the general assembly. I want to be part of the church of the firstborn. Praise God. But I can tell you it's better, it's, it's better to, be part of the, to be part of the general assembly than to be in hell. You know, anywhere in heaven is better than not in heaven. Praise God. So I thank God for those who are part of the general assembly. But I don't know about you, but I signed up to experience kingdom, experience God on the highest level. So I've been willing to pay the price, you know, to know Christ, to, to walk with him in my lifetime. So this is the church of the firstborn. Now, then the spirits of just men made perfect is a reference to the Old Testament saints who died before the gospel as we know it was concluded before the finished work of Christ. You know, these are the spirits of just men. They were just men, but they are, but thank God while they are in the heavenly realms, they are being perfected with all that they there was not with with all the knowledge that was not that was not made available to them in their dispensation of time. Do you know we have more knowledge of who Jesus is, what the word of God is all about than they did before the Bible was ever written? So this Old Testament saints did the best they could with what they knew about God without the Bible being written the way we know it today, where we can go to chapter and verse, dissect it, you know, have the canon of scripture already completed. You know, they didn't have that. You know, and so now they're in heaven and their spirits are being perfected by the supply of the information that we now have in the Bible. Praise God. Now, the Bible tells us that Mount Zion is also the place where we find Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. You know what that means? It means when you are accessing the, the, the realms of Zion, when you begin to access that city, you are giving Jesus the legal permission to mediate anything in your life that he already paid the price for. Remember, he's the mediator of the new covenant. So you bring a mediator when, when, there's an, when companies have an impasse, you know, an impasse and they need to do business, they need to move forward. What they do is they bring a mediator who can bring everybody to the table to the place of agreement. Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant, and trust me, he's not going to let nobody steal from you because he's the one that paid the price for you to live the life that you need to be living right now, a life of breakthrough, a life of peace, and a life of divine abundance. In Jesus' mighty name, praise God. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God that we are talking about. That's the kind of God we serve. Hallelujah. So in Mount Zion, I can get to access Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, the mediator of the new covenant. I can get to access him. I can get him to fight for my rights that he died for. Praise God. You know, what makes that powerful is because this dovetails into the next thing we find in the court of, we find in, the, in Zion, which is the courts of heaven. Do you know the courts of heaven are found in Zion, the city of the living God? Any of, any of you have read my, the books of my friend Robert Henderson, my book on issuing divine restraining orders, my new book uh, called Dangerous Prayers from the courts of heaven that overthrow evil altars. If you have any of those books, you're going to find out that they dovetail around this body of truth called the code of heaven. That heaven has a judicial branch, a justice system where, where rights that have been violated that, that belong to you can be restored by you taking the demonic powers, 
taking things into the court of heaven that are working against you and your destiny. Where we find that the Bible tells us that we have come to Mount Zion, which is also the city of the living God, but also in Zion we find God, the judge of all. You can't have a judge where there is no courtroom. So if God is a judge in Mount Zion, then the court of heaven is also found in Mount Zion. So every time you and I access the court of heaven, we are using an aspect of life in the, in the city of Zion. This is why I love the court of heaven. Because they come right out of Zion, the city of the living God. We've seen breakthrough after breakthrough in people's lives as they have learned to understand how to operate in the court of heaven. Praise God. But the court of heaven, where you can go and answer all of Satan's accusation against your life, that is giving legal right to work against you, all of that is found in the city of Zion. That's why I cannot overemphasize the importance of you as a child of God, learning to come into a place of consciousness concerning the realities of living in the city of Zion. Because you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Hallelujah. And also the Bible says, and you have also come to the sprinkling of the blood of Yeshua Jesus which speaks of better things than the blood of Abel. My God, the blood is available. One of the things you find in Mount Zion, the city of God, is the blood of the everlasting covenant, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua. My God, hallelujah. That blood is still speaking today. It does not matter what you've done. If you can simply confess your sin, he's faithful and just to do what? Forgive your sin and cleanse you from unrighteousness. Why? Because in Mount Zion, as you are living in the city of Zion, guess what? The blood of Jesus in that city is still speaking. And it is speaking of better things for you and over you than the blood of righteous Abel that cried for vengeance pretty much and, and, and he got vengeance. But the blood of Jesus is not crying for you to be punished. It's not crying for you to be, to be oppressed. It's crying for you to be delivered to be set free from whatever is coming against you. It is speaking to the demonic powers. It is speaking to Satan's accusations and trying to cancel them so you can live in victory. Praise the Almighty God. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Praise the Lord. That's what you've come into. And I want you to act like it. But let me tell you something. There are miracles in Mount Zion. Right now, I want to release miracles in your life. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I release miracles, financial miracles. I release the miracles of marriage being restored. I release the miracle of angelic intervention in your life. I release the miracle of salvation. That members of your family who are not born again are going to be radically saved after this broadcast in the name of Jesus I'll release the miracles of Zion into your life in Jesus' mighty name. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at francismiles.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. May God bless you today and always.